back to Parked Car Combos. I am Maddie Mitchell. Happy day. I don't know what day you're listening to this. I don't know what time you're listening to this. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make assumptions here. I'm not gonna do that. That would be rude, honestly. Um, but I hope you're having a good, a good time. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope it's good. Um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. Oh, we're gonna do a quick little, a quick little checklist, a quick little check-in checklist. Let's, let's ask ourselves a few questions. Let's get a little introspective here. Let's ask ourselves the first things first. Do you follow the podcast on Instagram? <laughs> I don't know. Do you? You tell me. You tell me. This is an open dialogue that we're having here. So just pretend I can hear your answer and just say, yeah, Manny, of course I do. Why wouldn't I follow at parkedcarcombos.pod on Instagram? That would be insane. That would be literally so insane. Also, a quick follow-up to that. My birthday is coming up soon. So if you don't follow the podcast on Instagram, just consider that your, your birthday present to me. Follow the podcast on Instagram. Something else you could do that would just make my birthday would be you could follow the podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on. So that way you get notified whenever I post because let's face it, do I have a consistent schedule? No, no, I do not. Not even, not even remotely. Um, and the last thing that I would ask you to do that would, it would, it would behoove you to do this is I would ask you to kindly maybe rate the podcast and review the podcast and let me clarify. I would only ask you to do that if you have extremely nice things to say about me. That is the prerequisite, unfortunately, is like if you're not going to say something absolutely glowing, if you're not going to give it a five-star review, then you can just carry on your day. You are exempt from that section of this little check-in. You are exempt, okay? And I would actually ask you to click off because we don't need that kind of negativity here. You know what I mean? Um, but thank you so much for doing that. Everyone who does that, it makes my day. Every time I see that I have a new review, which has only happened three times, um, it, it has shook me to my very core. It has made my entire day. It's made my entire week. So just... Something to keep in mind as we approach my second. But I just want to say thank you. Thank you for everyone who's listening. I would also like to give a shout out to, we have we have more European listeners, I've realized, because I'm stalking that so avidly now because I'm just so obsessed with our listener from Hungary. Big shout out. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see, what, let's see what European country I'm going to shout out today because there was one that has been listening very avidly in the month of April. And so this is my April shout out to what's the country? What's the country? Let's see. Let's see. World. Norway. Norway. We've had a lot of, oh, 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 wait, hold on. No, Norway. We've had a lot of downloads in, in the month of April. So big shout out to Norway, <laughs> whoever you are, whoever you are from Norway, love you. No choice but to stand. Um, thank you so much for listening. And if you are listening from anywhere in the world that isn't Norway, I appreciate you too. I just want to cover all my bases here. Um, I haven't said what I'm talking about today, but you can already tell because you clicked on this episode and you, you read the title probably. I am doing retail horror stories. I already did a retail horror stories episode. So if you haven't listened to that, you definitely should. Because that episode was me talking about my own personal retail horror stories. Whereas this episode is going to be me reading other people's retail horror stories. So this is like a fun little switch up. So don't think you're getting the same thing twice. Never. I would literally never put you through that. That would be terrible. Anyways, I do have one quick little retail horror story of my own. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's just annoying. It was just a nuisance. Um, I was working at my job on the weekend, last weekend, and we were closing. It was a Saturday night and I was closing. So you can imagine morale was super high because where else would I want to be on a Saturday night other than closing at my job? And um, we had two customers in the store 
And the thing is, when you have customers in the store, when you're about to close is you want to cry. And I, I mean that very literally, there is no choice. Like, at that point, my feet are so sore. I am so what's the word I'm looking at? Just drained. I'm so drained. Like I have no energy left to give. I don't care about anything. I like, I don't, do you know what I mean? I'm hungry. I want to go home. I want to be in bed, especially like at night. Oh my God. Oh my God. Get me out of there. And so there was these two customers in the store and they were in the back and they were like, I, I, I went and I asked my coworker, I'm like, did you tell them that like we close soon? Cause sometimes people come in and they've been there for like half an hour and they're not even like aware of the time. And then they're like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like we're leaving. Um, and I was like, did you tell them that we closed soon? And she was like, yeah, um, yeah, I, I did. But I think they're going into the fitting room. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. We just locked the doors. You were not just now going into the fitting room. You're absolutely not doing that unless you literally hate me and you want me to die. You want me to wither away right here on the spot. So they go to the fitting room, whatever. And my, luckily my manager that was working with me, she was like, mm, I, I do not, I want no part of this. And I'm like, no, same. So eventually they come out of the fitting room and they're like, oh my God, so, so, so sorry. Thank you so much for like letting us stay like here. Like I'm going to buy this, like whatever. So I was like, okay, at least she's buying something, right? She was buying a $12 top and the store I work for is, is very expensive. So like that was really like, that was not helping our quota for the day or anything. You know what I'm saying? I mean, $12 is $12. Don't get me wrong. But this was the worst part. As if we're not already annoyed enough and we're not already like, we just want to go home, leave she because if you also if you don't work retail then and you don't understand like why this is annoying is the managers or whoever can't close down any of the registers until obviously all the customers have left the store so she can't start counting the money and like doing all of the things that have to be done after all the customers have left the store so it just ends up delaying the entire process which is annoying so um she ends up coming out to the register it was like a, a teenager and her mom and the the my manager was checking around and she was like, are you a perks member with us? And she was like, she was like, no, I'm not, but I would love to become one at, at <laughs> we, the doors are locked. They're the only two customers in the store. And she wants to go through the process of setting up a perks account with us. And I, I do think that she was doing this to be nice. She probably thought that like that would help us in some way, but it doesn't like, we don't, we don't get, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't affect us. And when I used to work at another store, that was like a big thing was like, they wanted you to get as many perks members as you could, like start as many like accounts as you can. That's not a thing where I work now. So she literally had to set up this entire perks account, which like takes at least like five minutes because you have to get their address, their email address, their phone number, like all of this information. And it's just so unnecessary. And she just kept us there so much longer than was required. And that pissed me off. So that's not a horror story, especially compared to some of these ones. Mine are going to look like slight, slight, slight work. But I just wanted to preface because, you know, I need to get this stuff off my chest. Um, all right, let's let's dive right into some of these. Some of these are shorter. Some of these are longer. So you could say I have a lot of a lot of variety here for you today. Okay, this one. Um, also, these are from half of them are from reddit they're from the subreddit tales from retail they kind of i don't want to say they disappointed but they weren't they weren't slapping as hard as i wanted them to unfortunately so i ended up getting some other ones on buzzfeed um buzzfeed the buzzfeed ones pull through so you'll kind of see that they escalate as we go through and those that's because those are the buzzfeed ones all right so this first one is titled why not take some carton of cigarettes that doesn't even make sense, but okay. I briefly worked at a gas station. Ugh, Justin Bieber vibes. Okay. I say briefly because I was robbed three times in my six months. Literally love that for you. On the third robbery, the guy comes in and appears to point a gun <laughs> through his jacket at me. 
I raise my hands and tell him to chill. This, this must be a man that wrote this because what woman in any situation where a gun is being held at her, she's like, chill. Can you just chill? Oh my God, babe, chill, <laughs> chill. And I'll give him what he wants. He asks for all of the money in the drawer. I only had $30. That sucks for everyone involved. Do you know what I mean? Because first of all, that robber's like, what? The, I did not risk my, you know, I could go to jail for this for $30. Um, so he starts to get pissed that that's all he's getting. And I go, why not just take a bunch of cigarettes? <laughs> he goes, what? I said a single carton of, of cigarettes is more than $30. Wait, what? Is that true? Is that how much cigarettes cost? I'm shook to my core. Why does, wait, is that real? I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna doubt the person that actually worked at the gas station. Um... Hey Siri, how much do cigarettes cost? Okay. Um, he asks, why are you telling me this? And I said, I just work here. <laughs> me. I just work here. Uh, I don't care what you take. He takes his hand out of his pockets, leaving the gun if he had one, but I didn't really feel like finding out. So true. Honestly, so true. Um, and he, uh, he takes his hands out of his pockets, leaving the gun. Okay. He said, you really don't give a fuck what I take? I go, no, I really don't. He tell he then tells me to give him all the cartons I can, and I do. And I ask him if he wants a bag with that. <laughs> and he looks at me all confused and says, sure. So I give him a bag. He stuffs about 10 cartons in the two bags and apologizes and runs out. I then call the cops. My coworker who was hiding in the bag comes out and is like, you really just gave him advice on how to steal from us? And I just shrugged my shoulders and said, I'm not dying for this gas station. I quit that night. I was tired of being robbed. That is fair. That is fair enough. Because that is obviously no job is worth that, especially not working at a gas station. Like, you did not sign up for that in, in any capacity. Um, Siri did not come back with a solid answer. Do cigarettes cost? Like, I just want, like, I just want, like, a quick Google answer here. Okay, what? Oh, 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 oh. You know what it is? He's saying a carton of cigarettes. So, I think that's, like, a box of them. So, it's not one pack. That's what I was thinking was that he meant a pack. And I was like, that doesn't check out in the slightest. But that is crazy. And it reminds me of that scene from Schitt's Creek, if you've ever watched Schitt's Creek, where they, they're getting robbed and then they just end up giving him all the stuff that they have because, like, their cash drawer was empty. And then they have to explain to the cops and it makes it sound like they were just giving things away and the cop, like, doesn't believe that they were actually robbed. Iconic scene. If you know, you know. If you don't, you're annoyed that I just made a reference that you don't understand and that's fair. And that's fair. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I feel like I'm talking so fast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you've had to check down and make sure that your podcast isn't at one and a half times speed. It's not. I'm just like hyper. I'm recording this at night and I don't like recording these at night. Um, but here I am here. I, you, I don't know. Okay. I'm not going to bore you anymore. Uh, this one says the deer is not going to attack you, which spoiler alert, that'd be funnier. <laughs> Let me just say that would be funnier. Okay. I guess this isn't exactly retail. Amazing. So what is this? Um, but I think it fits in. I worked at a campground and occasionally rent out bikes at a separate building across the road, which is what I was doing this particular day. I was starting to close and put the bikes away when this lady and her six or seven year old daughter came up to me. Lady, is that deer going to attack us? Points at a deer close to me. Me? No, it won't. Lady, can my daughter pet it? Girl, what? Why? Like, why do people say things? Me? I mean, I probably wouldn't if I were you. Lady, so it will attack us? Me, no, but just generally you shouldn't pet wild animals. Like, wh why do people say that? Why do people, people are so stupid. This goes back to the unpopular opinion that was, that was not justified because it was right. The one that said, 
adults are more stupid than I ever thought as a kid. That's so true. Because why would you ever, like, have you never been in nature? Are you just like, maybe you're like a city girl and you just don't know how animals work? That could be. That's the only valid thing I can think of. Um, she said, also, there was a time that a couple came up to me and wanted to ride the bikes. The lady was very chatty and talks to me while the husband is filling out the liability form. When he's done, I tell them the cost and the lady says, oh, we have to pay. And then they just walk away. They were nice about it, but I don't know why they thought they would get them for free when we have like four different signs saying the prices. That's like people, people are stupid. That's literally all I have to say for that one. People are dumb. This one's titled, It's Against My Constitutional Rights. Love this already. To give you my ID when buying alcohol. I'm very excited to see where this one goes. Okay. So I work in a section of a grocery store that sells alcohol and tobacco. Unfortunately, my coworkers and I have to scan everyone's ID that buys because we don't have the managerial abilities to bypass and type it in manually, which I understand and agree is annoying, but it's something that's out of my control. So true. Not your circus, not your monkeys. They're more than welcome to wait for the supervisor from up front to do it, but it takes a few minutes and holds up the line. And of course, some people don't care about others and they choose to hold up the line. Basically, it's just faster if you give me your ID. It takes two seconds, but yet they'll have no problem whipping out their, but yet they'll have no problem whipping out their debit slash credit card. Is this store savings though? I don't, okay. I don't understand that point. Okay. Yesterday, a guy in his sixties came in to buy alcohol and I asked for his ID. He immediately gets mad and starts yelling at me. But what really topped off the cake, I feel like that is so on brand for like a 60 year old man to be like, well, you need to see my ID. And it's like, I'm just doing my job. Listen, no, you're not fooling anyone. I do not think you are underage. Do not get me wrong. He immediately gets mad and starts yelling at me. But what really topped off the cake was when he said, I know my rights. This is against my constitutional rights. I wonder if he, if he says that to cops and he gets pulled over too. Probably not though. I honestly couldn't help but laugh because it was so fucking ridiculous. He ended up not getting the alcohol because he wasn't willing to give me his ID or wait for a manager. Like, sir, have you been in society? That's what you have to do when you buy alcohol. Like, I don't understand. How is it against his constitutional right to see his ID? for a purchase that you have to be over a certain age of. And it's just like, it sucks because you know that this is just like a minimum wage worker. That's like, listen, I don't give a shit one way or another if you buy the case of beer. Like I don't, do you know what I mean? So that just, that just sucks. Okay. This next one was shocking. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was floored a little bit. Floored. Oh my God. That's going to be such a good pun in a second. Hold on to that. Hold on to that. (laughs) I'm laughing at my own joke. You guys don't get it yet, but just wait. Years ago, I worked at an all-you-can-eat country buffet in South Carolina. Let me just pause. That sounds like my worst nightmare. I worked at an all-you-can-eat country buffet in South Carolina. Immediately goodbye. I was a busboy. Immediately goodbye. Okay. One day, I went to a table. It was a mess, as per usual. It looked to be a large family slash group of of families of around 12 people or so. The thing that stuck in my memory was that whenever they had finished what they were going to do, they would scrape their plate and use it again. I'm sorry, scrape their plates onto the floor next to their chairs. (laughs) The way this person wrote this too is gold. So next to each chair, there was a six, (laughs) six inch to 18 inch pile of chicken bones, crab legs, mashed potatoes, remnants of baked potatoes, etc. Just disgusting. Let me repeat my joke that I made before I read this. I was absolutely floored when I read this. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Do you know how much of a fucking slob you have to be? And also, it's like, do you just not have any sense? Like, have you just never been in public? That's what, like, some of these, I'm like, do you just not understand the way the world works? Because you have to be missing some just, like, fundamental knowledge to be able to do that. 
Oh, man. Okay, this one says, a woman came in with two of her kids and had a pretty regular meal. You pay when you leave at our place, and she decided to sneak out with her younger daughter before paying, leaving her underage son alone at the table. We caught on pretty quick and sent someone after her who found her in her car in the parking garage waiting for her son to come as well. She refused to come back in and pay, so we had to keep her son, quote-unquote, hostage until the police came to handle the situation. What some people will do to their kids, I swear. And then they said, edit, forgot to mention that we also found out from her son that she stole one of the manager's key cards and they would regularly come into the hotel and use the card to go in the swimming pool on the top floor. Smart. I'll give her that. But still, that is like so sad for the son. That's just like, come on, mom. Are we really doing this again? Are we really doing this again? And also, we don't know the situation. So maybe they were really in need of a meal. But like to put your kid in that situation, that's that's sad. Um, okay, this one says, worked at an auto parts store for a little over a year. I could write a book on all the stories. I prob- this probably wasn't the craziest, but one of my fondest memories. Store is closing at 9, customer comes in at 8.50. They get it. This person, they get it. Dick move, but whatever. At 9, we lock the door so no new customers can come in. Then we walk out anyone left in the store when they are ready. The dude was casually browsing the store and putting stuff in his basket. At 9.05 or so, we made an announcement that the store was closed, but no rush. We will help you when you're ready. The dude just screams at the top of his lungs. Fine. I don't want to buy anything anyways. Throws his full basket on the ground and sprints for the front door. Now, before we could say anything, anyone could say anything to the dude, he's already at the door in a full sprint, not knowing that they were locked and slammed straight into them. (laughs) (laughs) we are like what the fuck is he doing and then my manager walks over and unlocks the door and he leaves without saying another word while holding his face that's so embarrassing that is so embarrassing i'm embarrassed for him okay now we're getting into the buzzfeed ones the buzzfeed of it all um a guy came in to do a return and started yelling at me somewhere in the yelling (laughs) this is heinous his tooth fell out Landed on the counter in front of us, which was already pretty gross. I love that they put that. No, yeah. Yeah, you got me there. That is already pretty gross. Even grosser, he picked it up and put it back in his mouth. Yeah, so just casually spits his tooth out at someone and then is like, you know what? Screw that. I'm popping that baddie back in. I would also love to go over real quick the logistics of if your tooth falls out, you cannot place it back in. Like, we're all on the same page with that, correct? Like, you can't do that. I'm not a dentist. I did not study dentistry. But I do know that if your tooth falls out, you cannot just place it where it's supposed to be and it magically, like, reconnects to your gums. That's not how that works. So it must have, like, I would have to imagine it It must have fallen back out at some point. And maybe, maybe it had already fallen out. Maybe this was the second time. Either way, (laughs) I'm scared. Um, Because what do you do in that situation? Hey, sir, can you put your tooth back in your mouth? Ew, ew, it's so gross. And they did say that this was pre-COVID because that would be, that's that's even more disgusting. I'm dry heaving thinking about it. Okay, my partner worked at a discount retail store and I'll never forget the day that he came home and told me about the snake lady. A woman walked around the store with a large snake just chilling around her neck. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, 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 no. When he approached her and explained that it was making some customers uncomfortable, she apologized and explained that she felt bad because he had been in her bag all day. 
when she opened the bag to put the snake back in it, lo and behold, there was a second snake in the bag. No. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. That's no. And why? Okay. A few things. Number one, you have snakes. Totally fine. That's totally fine. People have snakes as pets to each their own. Why do you feel the need to bring them in public? I feel this way about a lot of animals. Some animals you don't need to bring in public. I'm sorry. Like, there are dogs that come into the store that I work at that are so well-behaved and so precious, and I love them. There are others that I'm like, why would you take that thing in public? Like, what, do you know, and not in a bad, not, I mean, they're just not, they're not good in public. A snake is definitely not an animal I would think I should take this out of the house, and furthermore, I should bring it into a public setting. And furthermore, I should take it out of my bag because I'm just picturing like a tote bag, like she has a purse and she's just like has the snakes in her purse. What in the Medusa is this? I don't understand. I'm very confused by the logistics of this because how big is the bag, right? Is that not the natural question to ask? How big is the bag? Why did she bring both snakes with her? Couldn't she leave them at home? Couldn't she just have left them at home? Okay. I need to move on from that one. I worked for a major big box store and a customer brought back a used toilet seat to return. And by used, I mean that the thing had urine and other markings on it. When we refused to return it, he pitched a fit until the co-manager allowed the refund. I was absolutely horrified in that moment. This is weird because my first reaction is this must be a kink. Like, you would not put yourself willingly through this embarrassment if you're not, for whatever reason, getting off on it. Like, I hate to say it, but that has to be it. Because who would do this? Who would do this? Or you're, like, absolutely desperate for the cash, but I cannot imagine you're getting that much back for a toilet seat. I I just can't. Also, what are you doing to your toilet seat that it is that disgusting? What are you, you're aggressively misusing your toilet seat. Someone has to give you a lesson on how to go to the bathroom. I'm really glad it will not be me, but like, no, 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 no. Why are you doing that? And why did you accept it? I'm sorry. You got to draw the line somewhere like bodily functions, bodily fluids and bodily, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Human fecal matter being smeared on the, I'm <laughs> I'm making it so much more graphic than it needs to be. I'm sorry. I quit. I'm done. Okay. One time, a lady wanted to return a toaster because she did not like the way it was toasting her bread. Okay. To illustrate this, she she brought in an actual piece of bread that she had toasted just hanging out of the toaster. This is like, these are the types of people that I think need to get other hobbies. Do you know what I mean? Because in some, there's some more that I'll, that I will read and it just like begs the question of like, do you have nothing better to be doing with your time ever? Because how is that? How? I really don't get that. How do you not have anything better to be doing? Why do you want to be just like harassing people that work at these stores? Like, I just don't get it. And maybe it's because I'm cursed with thinking rationally and being I wouldn't even, I'm not even going to be like, oh, I'm such a kind human. This is the bare minimum, people. This is the bare minimum. It's just, why would you do that? First of all, my guess is, unless they had some absurd return policy, people will take it back. Like, they don't fucking care. 
like this is probably from like Bed Bath and Beyond or like Kohl's or I don't know where do you buy toasters Target like are you kidding no one's gonna care at Target they're just gonna be like okay it's gonna be like some 15 year old kid that'll be like great do you have your receipt that's it like no one because then what do you think that that 15 year old kid at Target is gonna do do you think he's gonna call up the manufacturer do you think he's gonna call up the kitchenware supply supplier that they have and be like you need to fix you need to go back to the drawing board with this toaster like what is the change that you think is going to be made here that's what I would have said in that moment I wouldn't have said that I would have been thinking that immediately just like I am now I don't get it I don't get it in also logistically you put the toaster in your car with the piece of bread hanging out of it come on girl that's just a recipe for crumbs you're a mess you're a mess and I don't like you okay this one guys if you know me you know that this one is, it will just get me, so it'll get me going. I'm sorry. I, like, tangent warning, trigger warning tangents. T- trigger warning, Maddie's going on a tangent. Okay. For months, I was stalked by a husband and wife, <laughs> immediately, love that, great, who were part of one of those weight loss pyramid schemes. No, 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 no. They would come in two or three nights a week and follow me around while I worked to try and get me to join. They told me I was taking too long to lose my pregnancy weight. So many things to unpack here. So many things to unpack because as we know, I have been a victim of a very, very, very mild form of retail stalking. (laughs) If you listen to my first episode, you know, you know, and I saw those people the other day, by the way, which is tea because I always have to like pretend that I'm... that I cannot, that I cannot see them when I see them because they just, I'm like, I cannot engage at all. But anyways, it is terrifying in any capacity when like you have customers that keep coming back to see you specifically, which it sounds like was happening in this situation. And I, again, I'm not comparing my situation to God because mine was like, haha, silly. But then this is like, why are you doing this? And this is, again, goes to show the lengths that people in pyramid schemes will go to. Oh, hey, you know that girl that works at the store down the street that we go to sometimes? Let's go repeatedly harass her. And that's how we'll, and that's how we'll meet our mark. That's how we'll meet our goals this month. No, leave people alone. And lastly, my last point that I have to make here, obviously, is they told her she was taking too long to lose her pregnancy weight. Um, what are the words that I'm, oh, fuck off. Fuck right off. This is, we saw this, we saw this in my MLM episode. If you haven't listened to that one, go listen to it. Obviously, I went off. I went off on that one. But one of the big things with MLMs, as we know, is a lot of them are health and wellness-based companies. And so they try and target people that are seemingly unhealthy. And I say seemingly unhealthy because you don't know, you don't know anything about anyone just by looking at them, right? Like you can go on someone's social media and be like, oh, she looks healthy. Based on what? (laughs) Based on what, bitch? So to say this to someone's face, because it's one thing to do it over DMs, it's heinous in in any way, shape, or form. Do not get me wrong. It is heinous. It is vile. It is crossing all the lines. And it should never be said, especially not in a business setting where you're trying to recruit someone or trying to sell someone something. Girl, check yourself. But to say it to someone's face at their place of work, actually see yourself out the door. That is, ugh, you're so gross and icky and I hate you. You're gross and icky and I hate you. Okay, that's, that's all I'm going to say there because I could go on and I don't want that. 
I, I do, but I don't. I don't want that for you. Okay. Oh, here we have a nice creepy man story. Love that. We don't have enough of those ever. I feel like there's, you know, I do think, <laughs> I do think in this world there's a shortage of creepy men stories. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? If you don't know me, that is my sarcasm, sarcasm, <laughs> I just had a list when I said that, sorry. My sarcasm seeping out of all the pores in my body. Okay. Thank you. I had a guy in his fifties or so, love this, tell me he wanted to make me his princess and lock me in a tower. I was 16 at the time. <laughs> Guys, are we okay? I'm not. Let me read it one more time. I had a guy in his fifties tell me he wanted to make me his princess right there. Nope. Right there. A guy in his fifties, fifties wanting to tell you something. No. Wanting to tell, tell, tell you, <laughs> telling you he wants, he wants you to be his princess. That's a hard pass. Telling you he wants you to be his princess that he locks in a tower is literally the hardest pass of all time. You being 16 at the time, so this literally being so creepy and because you're underage makes it, oh my, illegal, first of all. And this is like creepier than just like an old guy hitting on a, on a young girl, which we all know. That's just creepy too, right? Old guys, old guys hitting on young girls is something I personally think we need less of in this, in this world. Call me literally insane. I think something we could do in this country is have less old men hitting on young girls. Something I definitely think we should get rid of in this country. I, nay, the world, nay, the world. I don't want, I don't want my besties in Norway going through this either. I <laughs> do not. Shout out to my Norway besties. You're not going through this or none of us are going through this. Um, but him saying he wants to lock you in a tower. Amazing. You want to kidnap me and hold me captive. That's great. That makes me feel even better even better because it's like oh he wants to make you his princess so like he thinks that you're cute and he's like hitting on you in a weird way saying he wants to lock you in his tower uh, no that's a whole separate charge sir you're racking those charges up in just that one sentence you're racking the charges up you're outing yourself i hate that you're self-reporting ew that's basically the, it's just a more eloquent way of going up to a girl and being like, I literally want to kidnap you. Um, it's just like a, it's like a prettier way to threaten someone. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay. I digress. I'm a pharmacist and I previously worked in a retail chain pharmacy. Okay. So CVS, I love guessing where these people worked. Like when they said the their discount retail store or something, I'm like, okay, so TJ Maxx, that's what it was. One day, the assistant manager and another employee, both women, started fighting loudly. It turned out that one of the women was cheating on her husband with the other woman's boyfriend. Amazing. It eventually progressed into a knife fight. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, no. It eventually progressed into a knife fight in the middle of the store. Also, at the same store, I saw a customer pull down their pants and take a dump in an aisle before anyone could stop them. Never a dull moment there. Um, what? <laughs> I have so many things to say. So many things to say. First, like, okay, like, cause I mean, two coworkers getting into a screaming match over someone cheating on someone's boyfriend. Like that's, that's in and of itself is a crazy story to be like, oh my God, guess what happened at work? 
two of my coworkers started going at it because one of them was sleeping with the other girl's boyfriend. That in and of itself, heinous crazy. The fact that it then escalated into a knife fight, heinous, crazy, insane, scared, all the words, all of the adjectives I can think of. Actually, all the adjectives that I can't think of because they're all escaping me at the moment. I'm so sorry. But to add in a customer pulled down their pants and took a dump in the aisle, it just like, they're, wow. Wow. That would have been the worst store for me to work in because you know how much I love to just blow shit out of proportion. And if I had this much crazy shit going on, oh my God, I would be everyone's, I'd be the bane of everyone's existence as if I'm not already amazing. That's a crazy, that is literally crazy. I want to talk to that person. Like I need to know all of, I need to know so much more. Um, okay. Let's read this one. I once had a, uh, uh, Ooh, also, this is like a good spoiler alert for a future episode that I'm, I'm planning. I once had a supervisor who was very good at hiding his toxic work habits when the higher ups came around. This is T because I want to do an episode where I read stories about people's crazy bosses and their horrible bosses. Would you guys want to hear that? you don't have a choice. I'm doing it. Um, okay. After two years of working as his assistant store manager and doing all of his duties, I called out sick for the first time due to a stomach issue. And I let him know that I was headed to the ER. Um, valid, um, immediately totally valid. While in the ER, the nurse told me that my dad was there to see me. My dad had died three years prior. (laughs) It's not funny. It's not funny. But like, what are you thinking in that moment? The nurse is like, oh, your father's here. You're like, no, he's not. Literally, no, he's not. In walks my supervisor with this smirk on his face, lying bastard. Um, And he said, well, I guess you weren't lying. I expect a doctor's note tomorrow morning before you clock in. I ended up taking a week off. And in that week, I secured a new job. I quit my old job as soon as I returned. The supervisor was fired shortly after for failure to submit his paperwork accurately. That is actually insane. And this this falls under the category of do you have nothing better to be doing? I mean, clearly this person is like a terrible person and they had a vendetta against whoever wrote this. But like, come on. You're thinking to yourself, like, the best use of my time in this moment is to sneak into the hospital because he obviously had to pretend to be her dad because they won't just, like, let anyone go see anyone in the hospital. That's not how it works. He's like, this is what I should spend my day doing. Instead of learning how to do my fucking job so I don't get fired soon, I'm going to go, I'm going to go stalk my assistant store manager to see if she's lying, even though she said it was the first time she'd ever called out. Love that. We love a sense of trust. Okay. My last retail job, hopefully ever, was at Joanne Fabric and Craft. I love when they call the place out. Tell me what it is. Also, it helps me picture it in my mind better. Okay. So, a craft store, if you don't have a Joanne Fabric near you, at my Norway girlies. Um, it's a craft store. So, you can just picture, you can just picture the Norway equivalent of Joanne Fabrics. <laughs> I'm being so inclusive to my Norway girlies this week. Okay. The manager was a strict enforcer of petty rules and once sent me home for wearing a cream colored shirt instead of a white one. Yeah. What's the point there? This, there I say it again, falls into the category of, do you have nothing better to be doing with your life? You're going to send home an employee who like showed up to work is ready to work is I'm assuming doing their job correctly and right. And like, you know what I mean? Because the color of her shirt was off and it wasn't it was barely off. It was a cream colored shirt instead of a white one. Come on. Come on. Relax. My commute was half an hour each way and I only made minimum wage. Uh, no. 
She once tried to, oh my God. Okay. She once tried to lock my coworker's boyfriend outside who had come to pick him up during a tornado warning. (laughs) Heinous. We were all sheltered in the back and she tried to lock him out because she thought she'd get in trouble. Girl, what? Thankfully, I convinced her to let him shelter with us. One time, I was the only cashier, so I didn't get a lunch break, and I was starving. That's illegal. I called the employee rights hotline on her. Good. Get her ass. She claimed to be a stickler for the rules, and letting employees take a, take a lunch was legally required. Turns out all of her rule enforcing was due to a fear of keeping her own job and not because she was a terrible person. Everyone working for that company deserves better. Okay. I'm, like, I, I understand to an extent, like, oh, she's scared about keeping her own job and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Giving someone a lunch break, like, that's not something that's, like, oh, I'm just a stickler for the rules. Like, no, you need to let your employees eat. In my opinion. In my own humble opinion, that's, that's something that you, you should do. Okay, this one has, this one has an actual trigger warning for sexual harassment. Just say no. Okay. I once worked at a place where one of my coworkers would sexually harass me. Awesome. He'd make comments about my body and how I turned him on. No. Well, I was just doing my job working in produce. Not working in produce, girl. No. No. (laughs) No. Not while you're, like, stacking them apples. And he's like, damn, that turns me on. Go to jail. Seek. Get in your car. Pull up your GPS. Type in federal penitentiary go to it. Check yourself in. That's fine. That's that that would be the course of action you should take. He started to take pictures of me. No, 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 no. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. And posted them online saying I was his girlfriend. Okay, so this is stalking. That is stalking. And you can press charges. When I spoke to my manager, the rest of the staff basically exiled me, asking me why I'd say that he was doing those things. Hmm. Uh, pardon? I'm, mm, there's so much going back here. Two weeks later, when the bullying didn't let up, so then she gets bullied because she's being sexually harassed by a coworker. Two weeks later, when the bullying didn't let up, I, and this man did not leave me alone, I quit on the spot. Here's the real kicker. Here's the real kicker. I was 17, and he was in his 30s. Amazing! Amazing! One more time for the old men hitting on young girls. One more time for them. Disgusting. That is all around disgusting. Like start to finish. I have, I don't really have any other words. I don't have any. Uh, mm, okay. I do have words because when am I ever speechless? No, literally never. I've never been rendered speechless in my life. But she told her manager and the man, like the manager didn't do anything. I'm sorry, he's taking pictures of her and posting them online and he's saying the most uh, rancid things to her while she's at her place of work. Let me just be very clear. No one, not one human, deserves to be harassed sexually or otherwise in their place of work. No one, no one, no one, no one, no one. Not by customers, not by their boss, not by their coworkers, not by creepy old men. No one. And if your manager is tolerating that and is not acting on it, leave. Leave. Do press charges. You can press. Here's the thing about pressing charges. You should just do it. That is my legal advice. No one asked and it's probably wrong a lot of the time. So don't actually take it. God, please don't take it actually. Well, I don't know. 
I can kind of get behind it. I don't know. I actually kind of stand. I stand you pressing charges. Um, okay. Moving on. Moving on from Maddie's legal advice. Should that be a new segment? Oh my God. That'd be wretched. I would not do that. I would not put you through that. Um, okay. Like, don't get me wrong. I think I'm smart. Even I know I'm not that smart. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Okay. Finally, I used to work at a Tim Hortons. I don't know why I said finally. Just because I, like, I was like, finally, I, sh- I shut up. I'm talking about myself. Amazing. Um, I used to work at a Tim Hortons. This is for my Canada girlies, right? That's where Tim Hortons is. I've never had Tim Hortons. I think it's Canada. So for my Norway girlies, <laughs> Tim Hortons is a coffee shop for everyone who knows. Everyone who's not a Canadian girlie. I just have to explain everything. This woman would come in every day and order a drink that was half coffee and one-fourth hot chocolate. Okay. Every day, I explained to her that she was ordering a drink that would only be three-quarters full. Amazing. Let me say, I failed, I failed algebra. Even I can do this math. Even I can do this math. I would say, are you sure you don't want two-thirds coffee with one-third hot chocolate? Or are you sure you don't want three-fourths coffee with one-fourth hot chocolate? And she would say, no, I want half coffee and one-fourth hot chocolate. Every day, I would make her drink I would make her a drink that either wasn't full or had too much coffee or too much hot chocolate in it. I would just sort of pour a little bit out and add more until she said it was right. That is insane. That's actually crazy. People people need to not do stuff like that. And also, I always wonder when these people have these like super, super specific orders like this, like how did you get here? You know what I mean? Like how did you discover that that's what you wanted? Like you must have gone through a lot of trial and error. Okay, what's this one? I was working at McDonald's. A customer complained that there was not a tomato on her Big Mac. I explained to her that Big Macs do not... Okay, so if you're from Norway... (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's just like my new bit. I'm sorry. That's so detrimental and probably like so annoying to the girl from Norway. A uh, A customer complained that there was not a tomato on Big Mac. I explained to her that Big Macs do not come with tomatoes unless specifically ordered. She then proceeded to sing the Big Mac song in front of a lobby full of customers, adding the word tomato into the song lyrics in an attempt to prove her point. Let me be very clear. I love a Big Mac. I did not know there was a Big Mac song. I need to go learn all the words ASAP. But the f- I love, I just love to picture the song being like so, like to the tune of Happy Birthday or something. And it's like when you say Happy Birthday, then you say cha-cha-cha that's her adding in like, and tomato, like, you know what I mean? That's a funny thing for me to picture in my head personally. Um, but yeah, people are stupid because it's like, my guess is the person that wrote this is like, oh, so you want a tomato on it? Like just ask for it. And then she's like, no, it comes like, why do you have to try and prove someone wrong in that situation? Just ask for the fucking tomato. Just ask for the tomato. For the record though, I will say I, I would have thought that a Big Mac comes with a tomato, but that's just me. Okay. I was working at a coffee and wine bar and when I had a man scream at me, amazing, because he ordered the regular. I didn't know what he wanted. <laughs> it was my first time meeting him, which catastrophically aligned with the first time I was left to take care of him at the register alone. I couldn't get away from his yelling and ordered to ask the people in the back what he wanted because he refused to outright tell me. He just kept screaming, don't you know who I am? Over and over. He made such a big scene that his regular order was written out, laminated, and pinned to the cash register after that. Oh my god. Oh my god. This absolutely falls under the category, do you have nothing better to do with your time? 
also the sense of entitlement. Do you not know who I am? Come on, dude. This is probably like a a random girl in her 20s or something working at a coffee shop. She doesn't know who the fuck you are. She doesn't know who the fuck you are. And you have to get over that. That's something that you have to live with. That is no one else's problem but your own. Get over yourself. I just know that bitch a Leo. That bitch a Leo through and through and through. Okay. Moving on. I worked at a Borders bookstore. That's a throwback. That is a throwback. A Borders bookstore. Those don't exist anymore, do they? I don't think so. Thanks, Amazon. Jeez. Okay. And had a customer that wanted a Bible that was in English. Okay. But somehow not a translation. (laughs) amazing. He kept saying he wanted, quote unquote, the original Bible, but he didn't want the New Testament Greek one that we had. He wanted the original, but in English. Love that for him. In case you're not religious and you actually don't know a lot about the Bible, um, the Bible was originally written in Greek and Hebrew, Greek or Hebrew. It depends on what source you look at, but it definitely wasn't ever written originally in English. And um, that's why that's why there's so many religious debates about the Bible because the translations just, they get a little, they get a little finicky, don't they? A little bit. Anyways, that's funny because people are just like stupid. Like how do you even rationalize with someone that like has their mind so set on something that's just inherently incorrect? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think I just described myself accidentally. Oops. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, moving on. I once had this customer who noticed that I had an accent say that I was Russian. Okay. Uh, I'm from Southern Virginia. (laughs) Okay. So you probably just have like a Southern accent, I'm guessing, because Virginia is, is part of the South. I don't know how they possibly thought my accent was Russian. Can you imagine a Southern American accent being confused with a Russian accent? That is, that's not, that's not right, unfortunately. Um, so I corrected them, but they got so angry because they were saying that I was being condescending to them. I love that. I love that. Um, Again, how do you rationalize with that person? You can't. No, I'm from Virginia. You're from Russia. Okay. Yeah, you must know more than me on that topic. On the topic of where I'm from. I love that. Okay. A woman I had never met or seen in my life asked me during my shift where her kids were. I was confused and I said, I'm sorry, I don't know. She yelled at me and repeatedly asked where I put them. She then angrily stormed off, and to this day, I have no clue why she was asking me that. Oh, wait, what? I need so much more context on that one. I'm confused. Because I'm like, wait, did, did she work at a daycare? That was my first, that was my first thought, but I guess, I guess not. I don't, I don't know. Okay, that's weird. Um, this one's called the cheese stack. Love that. I used to work in the deli section of a grocery store in Vermont. I was once slicing cheese for a woman who got real angry that I hadn't stacked her cheese perfectly straight. Anyway, the story is a happy ending. Her exact indignant words were, where I'm from in New York, they stack the cheese perfectly straight. The guy behind her, a regular local, a regular, the local employees greeted by name, piped up and said, well, maybe you should go back, should go the fuck back to New York best moment I've ever had at work. I love when other customers jump in. That That's like the best when other customers are like, you're being insane to another customer. I love that. I love that. Um, okay. My first job was in the produce department of a local grocery store. Okay. After all these stories, like I never want to work in a grocery store. I definitely don't want to work in the produce department. It sounds like hell. 
Um, so if you do work in the produce section of a grocery store, just know I'm thinking about you. You are literally constantly in my thoughts and prayers. Okay. One morning, a middle-aged woman came in and asked me if we had any organic pears in the back room because the ones up front didn't look great. I explained to her that we would be getting a shipment in the following morning. She could come back then or we have regular pears in the next row. She did not like this. Of course she didn't. Why would she? Aside from getting yelled at, she requested to speak with my manager. What killed me, though, was as she was about to walk away, she turned and said, I'll be back tomorrow to get my pears, but I don't know what my bird is going to eat today. He only eats organic. Are you kidding? Like, are you just, like, are you kidding? Come on. I also love the, the concept of, like, can you go out back and look for this? And it's like when you know that there, you know that doesn't exist. There is no, there is no stash of organic pears out back. I'm sorry, but there isn't. I hate, like, and then they like, can you check again? No, I can't, actually. So annoying. So annoying. I once had a customer storm upstairs to our customer service department to make a complaint about how we moved the menswear upstairs. He said he couldn't get upstairs because of his knees while we had an elevator, but he was also claustrophobic, so he couldn't use the elevator. I hate to say it, but that's me. That is me. I hate elevators. I hate I hate elevators. I avoid them at literally all costs. So I would say in a way this is relatable, but I would never do the rest of this. The rest of this isn't relatable to me, actually. I'm I'm not a man, so I would be really complaining about the menswear. And I, luckily my knees are in tip-top shape. And that's a weird complaint to have in general. To be mad that someone moved, like, come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, all right, this is the last one. I worked at a coffee shop, and one time, after I handed a customer's coffee, I told him to have a nice day. He sent an angry email to corporate and my manager, telling them I was rude to him because I didn't follow a company standard by saying, have a nice day. Because, what? By saying, have a nice day instead of thank you. Come on. Like, that definitely, as we all know, what I'm about to say, that definitely falls in the category of how the fuck do you have nothing better to do with your time and your life? than to call corporate and complain about a girl that said, have a nice day instead of thank you. Come on, grow up, you old grumpy man, grow up. Oh my God. Once again, let me just say, if you work in retail in any capacity or in the service industry, anything like that, you truly are the unsung heroes. I'm sorry that you have to deal with everything that you have to deal with, literally all aspects of it, I'm sorry. Um, you, you are so brave, you are so brave. I hope you guys liked this episode. I will be back on my birthday. I'll be back on my birthday. I'm really making a point to have a birthday episode for myself. I know. I know how that sounds, um, but I don't care. So I'll be back on Monday with a new episode. I hope you guys liked this one. Don't forget to like, not like, you can't like it. Well, you can go on Instagram and follow me, follow the podcast, rate, rate your view. I don't know. Send me what would you send me? You're not sending me anything. Send me a DM. That's what I was going to say. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear. Um, and I will chat with you guys soon. Bye.